Hey everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. Hey everybody, welcome, 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 and welcome again to another podcast, another episode of Doug and Renee, Married Life. Married life. Married life. Married life. Married life. You know what I was just thinking? Probably the same thing I was just thinking. What, what was you think? What was you thinking? This is not the last Sunday in October. That's not what I was thinking. Oh, okay. I was thinking if we had a song, we wouldn't have to do that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Oh. Yeah. Okay. See, it's it's true what we say and what they say. You cannot read your spouse's mind. No, you can't. Because I, I looked at the calendar and I was like, today's the 23rd. Yeah, I've got one more Sunday. Next Sunday will be the 30th. Yes, sir. That's I was, I was not what I was thinking. Pray. That's not what I was thinking. Oh, you wasn't prepared to pray? I'm always, pray? I'm always prepared to oh, pray. Okay, okay. I was just checking. The Bible checking. tells us to pray without ceasing. Yes. Not to sound spiritual or deep, but we could always have a conversation with God. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So we are still talking about? Preparing for the holidays. Mm-hmm. There are five weeks in the month of October. So this is the fourth episode. And next week we will be closing out or at least praying and seeing what the Lord would have us to do for the month of November and December. Who knows? We may still talk along these lines or he may give us something else to talk about. Yeah. But I don't have a whole lot that I want to say, and you know, feel free to interject where I interject. you feel um, that the Lord gives you something. So that I just had a couple of notes jotted down that we didn't finish last week, and uh, we was just giving some tips and tools to help you navigate the holidays, because mm-hmm. woe be it unto us to say prepare for the holidays and not give you some tips on how to prepare for the holidays, right? We ain't been giving tips. We have been giving tips. Last week we started giving tips. We, I mean, we gave them some feedback the last couple of uh, episodes where we talked about some of the things we went through the holidays and how people are during the holidays, but we did not give them until last week specifics on how to help them prepare for the I holidays. Gave specifics. I told them. Okay, well I'm gonna go back. Them. I'm gonna go back and listen. Yeah, I, I, told I don't them. recall that. I told them. Okay. I said cancel Christmas. No, oh, okay. All right. So anyway. <laughs> Just cancel holidays. So so one note um I have here was being realistic. Um one of the things that causes people unneeded stress during the holidays is setting unrealistic expectations. We talked about this last week about people wanting to have the perfect holiday or the perfect decorations, the the perfect meal, you know, everything to go perfect, but we're imperfect people. And so that can cause us to have unrealistic expectations. Mm -hmm. So the first thing you need to do is just be realistic, you know, about what you can afford to spend what you can do, um, what you knowing your spouse, what your spouse would want to do, um, and just set better expectations so that you don't set yourself up for 
unneeded stress and disappointment. And being realistic also means um, you're realistic with who's coming over and where you're going. Mm-hmm. Like you said, we're not perfect people. And so if you know, if you're inviting family over and you know certain people have certain attitudes, understand that going in and accept them. What What's age thing? Know me, love me, and accept me for who I am? Exactly. So if you're going to invite people over, you know them, you love them, and you accept them for who they are. Hopefully, hopefully, and hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully you know them. Hopefully, you love them. Or hopefully, you will accept them. Well, I was saying if you invite food. people over. Right. You know, but I'm just saying that and if you're going to somebody's house, the same thing, you know, if you're going out of town, same thing applies, is being realistic. And you was talking about having the perfect um, holiday. I don't know if you ever remember the perfect holiday, but you remember the memorable holidays. Mm-hmm. Like when things did go wrong, Mm -hmm. you know, or things did go off schedule and then you had to, you know, call an audible, Omaha, Omaha. So you had to call an audible and then, (laughs) and and you figured things out. And so that's when you really remember those holidays. You know, now, you know, looking back, our, our kids, our sons all grown and moved on, you know, so... I remember the times, you know, we stayed up late putting things together. You know, I don't remember which holiday it was, but I mm-hmm. just remember those, you know, those experiences. And, you know, the perfect, uh, yeah, like you said, just be realistic. There's no such thing as a perfect, perfect holiday. Right, right. And I was also thinking about when you talked about inviting someone over or someone inviting you over, another way to manage your stressed and protect your peace is don't go anywhere where you can't go and be yourself. There's nothing worse than going somewhere where you have to put on airs or put on a certain (laughs) mask or, you know, pretend to be something you're not or someone you're not. And you can't laugh. You can't just (laughs) be yourself. So (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay. That was my little fake laugh. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I I lost my thought. You can't pretend to be yourself. You want to be yourself. You want to go somewhere where you can be you. Yes. Yeah. So think about that. If you get an invitation somewhere, or let's just say you're comfortable going to that place, but your spouse isn't. We've been down that road. I mean, that was years ago where I had acquaintances who... Doug didn't particularly, you know, want to go there or, and I'm more of a social butterfly, if you you will. I can socialize with just about anybody. Yes, you Um, can. I can too. It's just harder. It is. Okay. So you have to be more intentional with yours. Yes. And And I was going to say, no. And I, and I notice when we do engage with other couples and people that you do definitely, um, Interact. It's not like you're an introvert and go into a little shell or whatever. But I want people just to think about not just your feelings during the holidays for the married folks. Think about your spouse's feelings too. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, I want, I really want to go. I really like so and so. I really like. I really want to go to this Christmas uh, party for my job or whatever. But your spouse doesn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So part of being married is being self. 
less. And so you have to not just think about what's going to make the holiday enjoyable for you, but also enjoyable for your spouse. You got to respect their feelings as well. That way it's mutual. So in, in giving people suggestions, ideas, I would say put a time limit. You know, if the party is four hours, five hours, whatever, say, okay, we'll, we'll do two and a half hours. We'll do three hours, whatever it may be. That way it's, it's a balance. Mm-hmm. Some, you know, the, the person or the spouse that wants to go, you know, you get a couple of hours and the spouse that doesn't want to go, hey, you just got to deal with it for a couple of hours. And don't, don't go in there and be a sour puss and sit in the corner, you know, and eat lemons all, all night. But coming <laughs> back, lemons, okay. <laughs> but coming back to something you said, a lot of in our in our early marriage, a lot of me not wanting to go out for the holidays wasn't necessarily because I didn't care for who we where we were going or who we were going to see. It was because of how I was raised, and my dad didn't want to go anywhere for the holidays. That was just his thing, you know. I'm not go. He wasn't going anywhere for a holiday. It it just wasn't happening. So I kind of took on that, you know, as we got married, but I married a person and I'm still married to a person that wants to go out and socialize. So that that brought some stress into our house because I was doing what I saw my father do, but that didn't work for you because you're not, I'm not my dad and you're not my mother. Mm-hmm. So we, I am not. <laughs> no, you're not. So we, we had to, you know... I had to grow and mature and we had to come together, come to an agreement. But it didn't, it didn't until right now, it just hit me that my dad didn't want to go anywhere. And I just kind of took that into adulthood. Mm-hmm. I mean, so. and that's a good point. A lot of how people spend the holidays, want to spend the holidays, have a lot to do with traditions, customs, um, that they did growing up or they did in their family. And I think we mentioned this last week. You have to be okay with creating new traditions Mm -hmm. because you have a new family unit. And so what worked for you growing up may not work with the spouse that you married because, you know, like you said, you didn't travel on the holidays because your father said, you know, I'm not going anywhere. And then for me, it was like, let's go somewhere or let's have people come over, Mm -hmm. you know, let's have some type of gathering. And so we had to marry the two different uh, ideologies and come up with our own. Yeah. And so it took some time. It took years. It took it. It took conversations, but we didn't have anything like this. To help us, we was just figuring it out as we went. Yeah, right. Right. We had intense moments of fellowship about it, but um, but God worked it all out for us. Fellowship. He was just. That was just a nice way to say we had (laughs) we had arguments. We were mad at each other. Somebody was in the corner pouting. The other one was sulking. Whatever. We it, but we worked it out. Yeah, all around the holidays. Yes. So we're giving the people some insight into our holidays gone yonder, holidays in the past. <laughs> and now we basically, I think, 
we we just have discussions about it. Okay, am I am I cooking Thanksgiving dinner? Or are we going somewhere? Mm-hmm. Are we traveling? What are we doing? You know, what are we doing for Christmas? Uh, are we having two trees? Are we having one tree? Are we having a little tree with big candy canes on it? I don't know. If y'all want to know what I'm talking about, you're going to have to go back to, I think, episode one or two, we, where we talked about the whole Christmas tree saga from last year. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> we could laugh about it now. But and this just happened last year. This just happened last year. <laughs> so still, we still have to prepare for the holiday. So the conversation we've had this year is, you know, are we going to have two trees? We're not going to have two trees because nobody wants to take, put up or yeah. take down two trees. Are we going to have one tree? Are we going to put up the little tree? Whatever the case may mm-hmm. be, we're not going to argue about it. No. We may not even be home. I don't know. We don't. We don't know. That's the... The one thing about being empty nesters, we have uh, options where we could just go. We could just go. We keep telling the kids they think they're going to come over. We like, we might not be might here. Might not be here, buddy. <laughs> All right. So we digress. So okay. some other ways to be realistic is uh, finding ways that you can engage with relatives, but making sure that it's, um, what's the word I'm looking for? We just talked about it. It works for both your husband, the husband and the wife, Mm -hmm. Uh, embracing new traditions of your own, starting new family traditions. Um, I know like one of the things I would like to do, I don't know, we'll see, is kind of the pajama thing. Oh, we tried that last year. We tried it last year. I think think, it was COVID or something happened. I think uh, one kid got sick and... Yeah, something happened. We didn't do it. Yeah, yeah. So, huh, so maybe, maybe this year we'll see. Yeah. Um. So then, one of the things I want to go to is allow yourself to say no. Ooh. That kind of goes back to if someone invites you, and you know either you can't really be yourself around that person, or it may be a stressful thing, or. They may invite you, but they want you to bring, you know, they want you to cook. They want you to help clean. They want you to, you know, and you know that you're really not going to have a good time or be able to have joy. Christmas is supposed to be a joyous occasion. Uh (laughs) Be okay with saying no. Be okay with saying no. Or if you know that behind the scenes, you and your spouse has had a conversation about this person or about a certain place that mm-hmm. they don't want to go, be okay with saying no. Uh, sometimes saying yes to everything can leave you feeling run down and overwhelmed yeah. just by saying yes. And then you like you said yes to them and they're happy, but then you're stressed out. Yeah. Preparing I, for the holidays, we're talking about protecting your peace. Yeah. I don't have a problem saying no. Not and at I all. Think, I think in... Each marriage, there's probably one person that does not have a problem saying no. And so that should be, you know, you gotta play to your to the strengths of the of the team. So <laughs> if 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 the person, you know, one is saying one of the, if if one of the spouses does not have a problem saying no, I would say lean to that person, like, hey, nah, we can't do this. Can't we can't go here for three hours, then go there for three hours. Then we doing a whole bunch of driving, you know, and by the time you come home, 
Thanksgiving night or Christmas night, you're just tired. You got to turn around and go to work next day or a couple of days. So, mm-hmm. you know, everything we're talking about, and the Lord just gave this to me, falls under the umbrella of communication. Mm-hmm. And this goes back to probably the first podcast we've done, first part podcast we did. Um, communicate, communicate, communicate. And allowing yourself to say no, that is, you know, that is paramount in my in my book. Because there is. have been times where you've done a whole lot for Thanksgiving, and then when everybody's gone, you're exhausted. Exhausted. And I see you. Yes. And everybody else is gone and full and burping and passing gas, and they, they done went on about their <laughs> okay. business. No, it's it's true. It, I that, mean, which is a compliment yeah, to me. The food a, yeah, was good. It's a compliment. You know, <laughs> they done went on and did their thing, and and then you're home. We're, we're home together, and I see you exhausted because you rose up early and you worked, you know, throughout the night and through the day to try to, you know, not try but get everything done. And so just say no. Nope. Nah, we're not doing that this year. Yes. And and saying no means finding balance. Mm-hmm. That means you can do what makes you feel happy and feel calm. One of the things I had to learn, and I'm still learning because I don't like saying no to people, but I'm learning to say Let me no. Talk to my husband. <laughs> yeah, and I'll run stuff by Doug. I'll say, what do you think about, you know, and then he'll kind of help unpackage it. Well, what about this? Well, you know how you are after this. If you say yeah and go there, then you're going to come home tired. Then you're going to. So that helps um, me to do that. But one of the other things I've learned um, with saying no is just, and God gave this to me some years ago. When you pray about something, if you feel at peace about it, then that's a good indication that that was the right answer. But if you toil or if you're like back and forth, like, huh, I don't know, was that the right decision? You know, and you don't have peace about it, Mm -hmm. then chances are that wasn't the right response. So I'm learning now, if I say no, and then I have peace about it, I'm like, okay, God, thank you. That was the right answer. In the Bible, there's there's a scripture in the Bible that tells us, let your yay be yay and your nay be nay. That's in Matthew, I believe. And when you tell people, yes, you're going to do something, be a cheerful giver. God loves a cheerful giver. If if you're going to do something, do it out of the kindness of your heart, not out of, you know, you know, was it compulsion or you know, you feel coerced into doing something, do it out of the kindness of your heart and not because you want to please them. Um, Because oftentimes when we're trying to please other people, and this is outside of our spouse, when you're Mm -hmm. trying to please other people, then sometimes we um, neglect ourselves. And it's okay outside of the marriage relationship to not try to please people. Hmm. People pleasers, and I think we talked about this last week, you know, people pleasers, and I have been guilty of that. I think you asked me that last week, and I kind of skirted around the answer. Skirt, I asked you that? Yeah, you did ask. You on asked, the podcast? You did ask me that on last week's podcast when we talked about pleasing people, and you said, have you ever done that? And I skirt, and I answered something else. Um, oh. 
but Matthew 5 and 37. Let your yay be yay and your nay be nay. Mm-hmm. Matthew 5 and 37. So. You skeet. You yes. So <laughs> I can't I, do the same down, I, but. Skeet. Yeah. I've been known to uh, try to please people mm-hmm. and then end up feeling empty because I'm not doing what God wants me to do or what makes me feel joy yeah. or feel fulfillment. Because uh, a lot of times people will leave you empty. Yeah. And then you come home and you're like, okay, I need my cup refilled because I gave out everything. And it's different when you're supposed to be doing ministry and helping people. You're supposed to do that. But I'm talking about allowing yourself to say no to those things you don't have to say yes to. Allowing yourself to say no. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. I saw right. you pause. I didn't know if you no, had, I had wanted to, to say I had something. To, I had to let that percolate. Ponder in my brain. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. Allow yourself the space to say no. Yeah. It's like I, no. I can't. Um, you know, and you don't owe people an explanation. That is it, so true. It could be, you know, because your spouse doesn't want to go, or you just don't want to go, or this year you just really need to protect your peace. Yep. I agree. Um, another thing to help you prepare for the holidays is find the funny. Find something to laugh about. Laughter is good for the soul. And uh, sometimes the holidays can seem like a a lot of chaos. You know, did you get the turkey? Did you get this? Did you buy this? Did you buy the whatever Mm -hmm. thing you're cooking? Did you buy the gift? Did you get wrapping paper? Do you have tape? Mm -hmm. You know, all of these things. Who's coming? What time? All too much. We put too much stress on the holidays. And that's not what the holidays are about. And so find something to make you laugh. Doug talked about last week the movie that he likes to watch every year. I think it comes on either Thanksgiving Day or the day after Thanksgiving, A Christmas Story. And that brings him joy. He loves to laugh at it. You know, find you a comedian on on TV or okay, was, or something. I was, was going to say, I was about to, I'm listening to I'm you. I'm not giving anybody no shout outs. Okay. Um... So, (laughs) you know, find you some comedian or old movie, something that makes you laugh just to bring some joy and a a smile on your face to take away the stress, Um, whatever it is, some old, some memory that is humorous. We often look back at what probably wasn't funny during the time, different holidays, but now we look back on those things. And we see where God has brought us from, mm-hmm. and we find the humor in some of those things, even yep. though they weren't humorous when we were going Not through at it. All. Not at all. But once you reach the other side, then you could look back and say, ha, devil, we got through that thing, whatever it was. And so I I didn't want to interrupt, mm-hmm. but what the Lord gave me while you were talking was don't procrastinate. We all know... When Thanksgiving's coming, we all know when Christmas is coming. And so when you procrastinate, then you start rushing and you start going to, you know, trying to do too much in a short period of time. And, you know, you and I have had this conversation, you know, it seemed like since the pandemic hit, people, 
you know, when they're driving, their driving is more aggressive. Less patient. And less patient. Mm-hmm. So when you start going into these stores and it's, you know, the day before Thanksgiving, two days before Thanksgiving, and it's crowded, they don't have all the checkout uh, lines open, and you're standing in line, that's what I mean by don't procrastinate. So you know things are coming up, and you just give yourself some time. Give yourself some space to, uh, you know, just... You know people are going to be rude going in. And, you know, there's going to be, when you're driving, there's going to be that one car that goes to the, you know, the lane is closing. They're going to try to inch out in front of you and get in front of you. Mm-hmm. Let them in front of you. It's not going to hurt. He talking to me, y'all. I'm not- <laughs> <laughs> like, nope. You got to wait back there just like everybody else did. <laughs> let the car in front of you. Don't mm-hmm. let anybody take your piece. So, it, you know. Letting them in front of me is taking my piece. Okay. I'm okay. just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, pray I'm for me, y'all. I'm just saying. There's going to be the rude person in the store that does, you know, does something with the shopping cart. And the person doesn't say excuse you or, you know, okay, I'm not. I'm just talking. Yeah, I but am just talking. the fact the that person, you brought up the excuse me, you know that's the my person pet peeve. Hits you or bumps into you and doesn't say, "Oh, excuse me," whatever it may be. And there's always going to be that the, the family with the little kid in the store who's crying, and the parents are going to act like they don't hear the kid crying, but everybody <laughs> else hears the kid crying. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we have a little saying, but I'm not going to say it. But but we. Uh, that's going to happen. So you have to understand it's going to happen. And just if you don't procrastinate, then when you go to the store, it won't be that big a deal. You know what I mean? So right. just like, don't procrastinate. If you're one of those people who cook for the holidays, big meals, and there are certain things you could buy now that's not going to spoil, buy yes. it now. Because mm-hmm. you know, like you say, going to procrastinate. I just thought about, especially now with there being a shortage of so many things. Yeah people going the day before Thanksgiving or, you know, a couple of days before the actual holiday to buy a box of elbow macaroni and cheese. Well, not the macaroni and cheese, but buy the box of macaroni and there isn't any. Or, you know, whatever it is, a certain seasoning or spice that you like and you wait to the last minute and they don't have it. Just start buying that stuff now, little by little, the stuff that, you know, is not going to spoil or it's not perishable. Then they'll wind up being like us. Well, I think one Thanksgiving, Christmas, we did pizza. Yeah, but I think that was by choice because yeah, they're, they're, we were supposed to be giving me a break from cooking. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, they won't have an option because they procrastinated. They're going to wind up doing pizza because they procrastinated. But for us, we did it by choice. We did it by choice, but we're trying to help somebody now. Yeah, it, that That's one we look at and we laugh at. We was like, <laughs> we was like, nah. But we tried. That was the thing. Yeah, we we, we tried. at least tried. We tried pizza, Chinese food. We we tried. Yeah, some unconventional things for us. But we realized that you know what probably wasn't the best thing for us. No, no. And you may find out that there's certain traditions you really enjoy doing and mm-hmm. you try something else and then you go back to what you did a year or two ago because this one, at least you try, yeah. you know, give it a try. And then also for, you know, our married folks, respect your spouse's opinion about it, Ex- respect their ideas 
And if they want to do something different, be open to it. Don't be so close-minded. It doesn't always have to be your way. Try to find a fair compromise. Uh, Okay, we'll do this thing you want to do Thanksgiving. Okay, on Christmas we'll do this. Yeah. Or or this year we'll do this, and next year we'll do this. You know, whatever. Just find a compromise. I remember us doing that quite a few years. You know, on Thanksgiving we'll have this, or we'll go here. But for Christmas we're going to do this, or we'll have this to eat for Christmas. Yeah, I remember doing that so many years. That's as we were were maturing in our marriage. And and look, after 35 plus years, we still are maturing in our marriage. Everything that we talk about here on these podcasts that we try to help our listeners with, we have to do over again because it's like God challenges us during that particular topic. So as we get ready to close out, we're probably going to have a discussion about what we're doing <laughs> uh, for the rest of the holidays for this year. Um, well, we know we, what we're doing for Thanksgiving. We know what we're doing for Thanksgiving. We haven't talked about Christmas, so y'all pray for us. We're not going to have two trees. But <laughs> <laughs> in any event, y'all have a blessed week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened, and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also, feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.